Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to Podcast Room 303. Introducing one co-host with more nuggets than Chick-fil-A, Nick Morahan. Executive producer until we find someone better, Eric Washington. Nobody really knows what he does around here. Nevada Putnam. And now, the single greatest thing to happen to hosting in history, Jermaine Antonio Colon Mendez. On with the show. Woo-wee! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back in to Podcast Room 303, episode 227. On today's episode, we'll be getting into pop culture pick'em, top five unmatched things. We'll do a head-to-head review, what the fuck headline, a blind update, and a World Series update. Main topics today will include NBA Cup, UCL Match Day 4, and the NFL. It's actually going to be a mid-season review, boys. How does, how does that make your brain feel? A mid-season review of the NFL? Yes. How are you Ooh, doing? I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like thinking that it's NFL. But I actually did think that the other day when I was looking at college football betting. And I was like, oh, shit, it's college football week nine. Or it's week <laughs> 10. Week 10? Yeah. It's week I, 10 in college football. I don't know. We'll have the executive producers double check that. That's, uh, yeah, it's pretty bonkers. So, but anyways, how are you doing this? How are you doing this evening, Nick? It is week 10, the 30th to November 5th. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't, I don't like that. That's not good. Uh, other than that, I'm doing fine. Um, excited to uh, get to this unmatched. My eyes are up here. Uh, excited to get to this unmatched. I mean, you just have a giant cock. That's what I was looking at. Uh, I had my I had my pre-show hot apple cider and a little bit of grandpa's cough syrup. So uh, I'm ready to go. Is that a mirror dictionary sex thing? <laughs> Grandpa's cough syrup. I guess may. I don't think it's a sex thing. Let's see. Let's see what Urban Dictionary says for Grandpa's cough syrup. While we're doing that, how are you doing this evening, Eric? Uh, doing good. Uh, it is week ten for college football, uh, meaning Texas is going to go nine and one now. And uh, yeah, to answer your other question, doing good. Feeling good. Feeling great. Bird game. Bird game. Week of the, it's Cowboy Week, so. I, 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 we're not going to let you off the hook that easily. We let him off the hook. How do you feel about the most recent news out of Philly? That Joel Embiid won't be there for WrestleMania. <laughs> Dude, that's, that actually made my heart drop when you said that. So, <laughs> I haven't recovered just quite yet. But, um, glad, glad Harden's gone. A disgruntled Harden in the locker room would have been a cancer and, and, you know, we got enough pieces back to be relevant, you know, quick second-round exit in the playoffs. Or we could take those guys and make a trade package for an elite-level score come trade deadline for whoever's selling. Uh, we got draft capital back. We're getting Tobias Harris off the books. We got James Harden off the books. That'll open up, like, $60 million next year. So as long as we keep JoJo and Maxi keeps progressing as a player, I don't got too much to complain about. So I, I'm – it's not like I have championship expectations this year. So whatever happens, happens. What about Zach Levine? <laughs> yeah, I'll take Zach Levine. What about OGN? Nah. All right. 
Just gauging just some interest. What if the Cleveland Cavaliers suck absolute dick this year and Donovan Mitchell asks for a trade? Look, man, if you can – I mean, that's another guy who appear, disappears in the playoffs, though. No, I, it's I, not true. I, you know what? What I want <laughs> is a guy who I don't give a shit what his regular season performance is. I want a guy who's going to give me 30 and 20 in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler's not coming back to Philly. You already tried that once. There is nobody giving you 30 and 20, sir. Well, that's what not I'm Not even Jokic gives you 30 and 20. Donovan Mitchell balls in the playoffs. He just loses a series. <laughs> hey, man, if he wants out of Cleveland, come on down to Philly. We'll show you love. All right, Nick, did you look up Urban Dictionary? Uh, yeah, it's it's an alcoholic beverage of any sort. Eric, I I I want to. I, I know I was a little wishy washy on our NBA uh, over unders for Philadelphia, but now they've traded James Harden. I want to take overs on anything and reinforce my 76ers uh, NBA Finals bet. All right. Look, I love the energy. Love no, the no, energy. no. We're not here for reinforces. Locks, locks. We live for locks. Are you making it a lock? No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's what I fucking thought. Absolutely not. No stones. Yeah, no, absolutely no stones. not. Oh, lead off single. Let's go. Of course, eager. Well, you know what? Actually, since that's a professional segue, let's get into the World Series, Nick. Break it down for us. Fuck. Break it down. Break it down. I got, I, I, I got, I got something to fucking break down. Fuck Corey Seager. That's what. Whoa. To break down. What do you mean? Whoa. Hey, he's not a Dodger anymore. He's not a Dodger anymore, and he's helping us beat the shit out of these shit bag Diamondbacks. We? we? Yeah, we. Eric, I'm from your Texas, team. So your team got eliminated. Welcome to the off season. It no, I'm from like Texas, golf. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, we. One <laughs> race. Name name one of the Texas Rangers pitchers not named Jacob Degrom or Max Serger. Nathan Navaldi. Oh, that's actually a pray. Okay. It's only because he's pitching tonight. <laughs> he's pitching right now, dog. <laughs> uh, so this this World Series, I, I think the big storyline coming out of this World Series before we Ooh, get another base dog. Before we get into the actual games is, God, baseball fans suck. Bro, I just I yes. baseball fans really just suck. If it's not your team, like. I don't watch the World Series because I just don't. I frankly don't care. And that's probably why we suck, right? Is that I'm just not enthused about baseball this year. But, like, that's the problem. Is that this World Series has some of the lowest viewership rates. And it's been some of the best games. The games have been so good. Yeah, baseball fans are trash. But because Uh it's not the Red Sox or the Dodgers, or the Yankees, or the Astros, nobody wants to tune in and watch. Nobody cares. But that that being said, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Uh, well, that being said. Just real quick to that point, Arizona's in the World Series, and there's like, I don't know, I'd say one-fifth of the stadium still empty. Arizona doesn't deserve sports teams. But proceed. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, dude, it, it was real comical listening to all my, my friends from Arizona all of a sudden be Diamondbacks fans. <laughs> yeah, that was then, pretty comical. And then trying to justify that they're Diamondbacks fans. And their argument was, just because I don't watch the regular season doesn't mean I'm not a fan. <laughs> you just admit to not watching your team. That's the literal definition of not a fan. <laughs> so funny. 
I love it. Oh, dude, that's so funny. That's why it war- it fills my balls that the Texas Rangers are up 3-1 right now. Especially since your boy Skinny P called a five. Oh, let's go! Let's go. Let's go, Texas. All right, so since we're getting no live game updates, just yells about it. Game one, uh, like Jermaine said, the Rangers are up 3-1. The Rangers have won uh, 10 games on the road this postseason. That's a record. Uh, And they're looking to close it out tonight. Top of the seventh, it is 0-0. I hope the Rangers finally break the curse. Uh, It would be nice to see. I I would just – can I just get – did I bitch about this last week? That like I just probably but carry on. Can I not get an NOS team in the in the World Series? <laughs> yeah, you bitched about that. Like like every year, every year it's it's some fucking iteration of the Padres, Giants, Dodgers, and now the fucking Diamondbacks. Are you are you fucking my asshole? <laughs> uh yeah. So I guess we are. You went you went game by game so far of, of the scores. So, no. So, game one uh, started out. So, the series started out in Texas. Uh, Rangers won 6 5 uh, on a pretty awesome walk off uh, home run. That was in 12, right? 12 innings? No, I think it was 11. I'll double check for you. Bottom of the 11th. Yeah, bottom of the 11th. Jermaine was right. Bottom of the 11th. Uh, the Diamondbacks came back in, in game two and, and kind of looked like they were going to make it a series in 9 1. Uh, the bats are going and, and they were doing great. And then the last two games, the Rangers have beat them by pitching. Mm-hmm. That's game three where they won three, one and they beat them by the bats, which was uh, last night's game, game four, um, which the Rangers won uh, 11 to seven. I would argue that was also pitching though. I mean, cause it was, it was 11 to one. At one yeah. point, you know, what I mean, they tacked on six in the eighth and ninth when they didn't, you know, leverage their best. That's true. That's bullpen true, yeah. arms, you know what I mean. So, but and that was with them pulling Scherzer in what, like two and a third innings pitch. Yeah, they pulled him early. Oh, by the way, they just showed on the screen here. Uh, Arizona has seven and zero these playoffs when they score first, and uh, Texas is ten and zero these playoffs when they score first, and the Rangers have officially scored first oh, in game. Five, five this World Series. Book it top seven. Uh, yeah, Corey Seager uh, with the hit to get it started. Mitch Garver uh, with the with the RBI to to drive in the run. Uh, Nathan Evaldi is having an amazing uh, game so far. <laughs> Six innings pitched, uh, five strikeouts, four hits. So right now, because he was, he's he was pulled, he walked five. Oh, okay. Because he was doing. So, I was going to say because he's doing so good, it's time to pull him right as. And, Open your postseason manager handbook. Yeah, if, yeah. if pitcher is doing well, well pull pitcher. It's not Dave Roberts, you know. It's it's the Brian Cashman playbook. Wow, that's right. Yeah, the Brian. You oh, I still have a bone to pick with Brian Cashman. Also, Dave Roberts is a trash manager. Who was the Who's the manager for the Rays when they pulled uh, Snell? Would you like to take a guess, Eric? Fuck, I, I don't need, I don't I don't know enough are managers you, to take you. Are you kidding me? I just said his name. Oh, did you? All right. <laughs> Cashman. <laughs> there you, there you, you go. Oh, Jesus. Straight from the mentals, dude. <laughs> oh, 
This guy, bro. That was good. All I've done is bitch about Brian Cashman. And so now he's like, that race manager, as I'm saying his name. That's fucking priceless. Um, no, Evaldi's been a menace this postseason. Honestly, I think this is the best I've ever seen Evaldi pitching. Uh, uh, didn't he win at – does Boston. he have a World Series with Boston? Boston? Two. He was there for 13 and 18. Damn, good for him. Yeah, nah, just just one, Eric. Just eighteen. He, he was just there in eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah we, we just talked this about up that. the other day. Actually, yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't there for thirteen because we were asking if he played with Big Poppy. Poppy wasn't there for eighteen. He wasn't there for thirteen. Yeah. That's what it was. I thought Poppy had four World Series. Wish, wishful thinking. We, I think we all wanted him to win four. I mean, Evaldi so far in the postseason. If you take away. Uh, his stats so far this year. He's only four and three in the postseason. Yeah, he was not very good. That's why I'm saying this is the best I've ever seen a pitch. Right. Because I honestly, every time I saw Ivaldi, I was like, oh, that dude has some some pretty good pitches. He never puts it together, though. And now this postseason, I, they sh- the stat they showed that blew my mind is like, first five starts, five walks, which is bonkers. That's a bonkers statistic to just throw out there. He had five today. Like, whoa. He he wanted to give the Diamondbacks a chance. He was told to give them a chance. (laughs) Someone hit the Buffalo Wild Wing button. That's right. Uh, All right, so who's your pick for World Series MVP? Man, Marcus Simeon is is doing a lot. Uh, I I have to go Corey Seeker, though. I mean, he's he's been absolutely destroying it in the World Series. I I would say if, if Adolis Garcia did not get... Uh, did not get injured and dropped from the World Series roster. He would be a he would be a front runner for my pick. Yeah, I mean, so one thing I was about to ask: the World Series MVP only factors in the games played during the World Series, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas wasn't. I mean, to say he wasn't doing that good is stupid. So I, I, <laughs> I won't say that. But yeah, it's probably Seager or or Simeon that. The, I mean, the offensive charge they led in game four was pretty decisive in what's going on. And, and Corey Seager, I, I think he might just get you know, dominated the postseason World, World Series MVP because he has been electric in every series. Yeah, I I'm, I mean, yeah, there there might be somebody I'm forgetting, but I, I mean, the, the impact that, that Corey Seager has, has had on, on this postseason. Um, let's see here. Let's go. I, I mean, it is, it, it's it's pretty incredible. I was going to say the rookie Young, because he had those two big games, but the rest Josh of the Young, games, yeah. he, he didn't do shit. Yeah, Josh Young's pretty good. I mean, Corey Seager uh, it has uh, – is 4-4-12, and he has four RBIs and two homers against the Diamondbacks so far. In the who had, who had a, a, a pickle between – Home and third on their bingo card. Is that is that what they got right now? That's what just happened. Yeah. How, how does that work, Nick? You have to stay in the dirt when you're trying to escape the tagger, or get to yeah, stay on the line. To, to, well, to to some extent, yeah. Can you imagine they were running around the pitcher's mound. <laughs> yeah, Eric. It's it's yeah. You, with within reason, you have to stay in what's called the base path. Okay. So so. 
if if he's running to third, he can't. Yeah, you know, like Jermaine said, he can't like try to loop around through left field to try to get back to third. Uh, if if he's caught between third and home, he has to. He can make an effort if he's if he's like I'm, I'm sure you've seen the plays before. Like Brandon Phillips had has a famous play with the Reds where he gets in a pickle and like dives way outside the third base bag and like tut and like grabs the bag and like they're not he's not tagged out as long as you're making an attempt at the bag. Okay. Or Javi Baez when he's still home. Yeah. Yeah. Or or Javi Baez. Yeah. As long as you're making an attempt to either dodge the tag and it's not like too egregious, uh, and may, or making an attempt at the bag, you're the, the umpire is normally pretty good with it. Okay. Okay. And it, uh, you know, I mean, the, the, the excitement is kind of gone. It's not a 2 2 series or anything. We're all anticipating Texas closing out tonight or. It's going to six. Texas closes. Yeah, I, I think Texas closes tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 that stat is that stat is great. If you can find it right now on DraftKings, I don't know what the live bet is on DraftKings, but the the, the stat that Eric said they're what twelve and zero. You said when they score first, ten and zero. Ten and zero. Rangers are ten and zero when they score first. Uh, let's see, live in game. Not that you guys are going to be able to bet. I'm, I'm talking to a podcast that's going to listen to this tomorrow. It's pretty funny. <laughs> the Rangers are minus 210 right now. So, yeah. Oh, no juice. So, yeah, if, if you guys are hearing me somehow live, if you're watching the YouTube live, then. Yeah, I'll to, to all the FBI agents who have my webcam to see my, <laughs> to my, see my little wiener. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eric, you got the WTF headline? Yeah, I do. All right. Let's pull that bad boy up. All right. So I got two for you guys today. There we go. Boom. First one. Theft of two million dimes from truckload of coins from U.S. Mint leaves four facing federal charges. <laughs> yeah. Bro. How much marijuana was smoked to right. hit two million Bruh. dimes? Also, All right. Here's, so here's... two million dimes, so it's two million ten cent coins. What is right. the actual dollar amount? So the actual amount that they say that was stolen was 234,500 in stolen dimes. <laughs> All right. If they managed to do this, right, you as a judge, you say, hey, guys, good on you. You didn't get away with it. Your punishment is to each count 2 million dimes. No federal charges. Don't put them in jail. They serve jail time until they have counted two million dimes. They have to, but they have to put them in those little convenient coin wrappers. <laughs> right. That, <gives> you... <laughs> that is your jail time. You go to prison <laughs> until you're done with your two million dimes. So now, it's house arrest and Coco Melon and Taylor Swift are blaring the whole time. Bro. <laughs> Send me to prison. Send me to prison. <laughs> Free me from this hell. Um, <laughs> Surrender me now! <laughs> the indictment unsealed Friday alleges that after the theft, thousands of dimes were converted into cash at coin machines in Maryland or through deposits to at least four different suburban Philadelphia banks. So these motherfuckers stole dimes and then really tried to convert that shit into cash. Did they catch it? Yeah, six men dressed in gray hoodies. Uh, I'm not going to read their names. We're not going to glorify these savage criminals. But, um, yeah, six men got arrested, four got charged. 
okay. for, for, for those of you watching on the YouTube, one of the criminal's last name is Savage. So, Eric, I don't even think realized that he did that. No, I read it. Rakeem okay. Savage. That's why I did it. Eric. <laughs> And now the cat's out the bag. Let's move now, on. Now, now we're going to get two million dimes thrown at us. Hey, I'll pick them bitches up and turn them in. Uh, about to do the march of dimes, baby. <laughs> and the next one, this one I couldn't believe. I thought it was a joke, but the next one. U.S. Customs officials seized giraffe feces from woman at Minnesota airport. Right. It's very popular. <laughs> we don't even need details. Just the headline. No, no. There's the detail. The woman who was not identified told officials she planned to use the waist to make a necklace as she had done in the past with moose poop. No, no, it gets better. Giraffe poop can be brought back to the U.S. with proper permits and inspections, according to Minnesota Public Radio. <laughs> this is just gets... <laughs> hey, do you have one of those poop permits so I can bring some shit back to the U.S.? Oh, dude, this is insane. <laughs> They'll take your money for anything. Yeah, you just got to pay us 200 bucks to get these permits. You want to expedite your draft poop? Now, does that does that handle shipping? <laughs> that doesn't handle shipping, right? So I can be in, <laughs> I can be in uh, Africa, get put giraffe poop in a UPS box, uh, properly label and and tie that stuff up, and then send it, right? Check this out. Has the Rollfish Cabinet always had this release? No. Yeah, No, it's insane now. Uh, people, are like, people are like, why is Orota's Chapman so wild? I'm like, because he looks like he's having a seizure before he throws the baseball. Bro, he's like on one leg, and the way it turns, it's like, oh, that's going to snap one of these days. Bro, check this out. Uh, diseases that you could possibly contract from giraffe feces. African swine fever. Classical swine fever. Oh, glass. <laughs> Newcastle disease. Foot and mouth disease. And swine vesicular disease. Yo, I gotta yeah, be this, this giraffe poop gives you Newcastle United fan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you have to completely disregard the oil money that got brought into there. In five years, you have to not mention the oil money. <laughs> I, dude, I, I'm I'm not lying. I've had foot and mouth disease. That shit sucks. I mean, yeah, it sounds uncomfortable. How do you ever lay down? <laughs> you have to put your foot into your mouth. It's the only thing that makes you feel better. Eric gets so mad. Let's get into head to head. All right. Moving into head to head. Today's topic. Oh, sorry. Fuck, I'm an idiot. Actually, Eric has Eric uh, has puts foot and mouth disease a lot, actually, I think. Oh, dude, give me the trophy. All right, so last week was week 42 of the head-to-head. Uh, pretty bad week for fucking all of us, to be honest. So Jermaine went 0-3, and he missed an anytime touchdown parlay in the worst way possible. The one that I thought was a for-sure hit is the one that didn't hit for him. He, he had... Because his his girl wasn't at the game. That's true. That's true. You should have checked. You should have texted Taylor. Been like, "What's up? You going to Denver?" Nah, I blocked her. She got too deep. <laughs> All right. Um, Nick went zero and three, putting him at a fourteen game losing streak. Hell yeah, I did. Uh, oh, sorry. Let me give you guys the numbers here. Jermaine's forty six, seventy three and one, down nine point three units. 
Nick is 42, 76 and two, down 8.3 units. Uh, I went one and two, uh, 45, 75, down 5.0 units. And Nevada went one and two, putting him at 47, 69 and one, up 1.6 units. So Nevada's leading in units and in wins. I just love how ridiculous we're getting with this. Like at the beginning of the year, we were picking like nice, good, like minus 110, minus 120 picks. Yeah. We, we were debating, can you take a minus 155? Can you take a minus 160? We don't want to give it too much, right? And now I'm like, I got $3,000. I got 3000 on parlay. Can you guys take that? I can DraftKings boost it to 12000 Will you take that? <laughs> So factual, dude. I'm literally throwing shit at the wall and hoping. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm I'm literally throwing giraffe feces at the wall and hoping it sticks. And hoping you get foot and mouth disease. I think is the saying. I think that's a very popular saying. Throwing giraffe shit at the wall that you got through customs. And Abs- hoping you get foot or mouth disease. Absolutely. Let's go. Without further ado, let's get into pop culture pick'em. All right. So today's pop culture pick'em is top five unmatched things. Uh, obviously, this is in your opinion. Uh, draft order is myself, Nick, and Jermaine. So I will kick it off. Let me get my list pulled up here. Uh, all right. With the first pick, I'm going to go with hoodies. It's the best clothes. Hoodie season is the best. Snuggle up in a hoodie. Wear a hoodie. Wear a hoodie in the summer. Hoodies are unmatched clothing item. They are the Best thing to wear for males. Willing, willingly picking to wear clothes is the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a terrible one. One. Don't care. Let me save this. By my one two is sleeping in a in your bed after a long trip. That's unmatched. No, nah, that's a that's a great choice. That's a great choice. I'm going to go with uh, hearing the ice cream truck after running around the park. Oh, yeah. The throw, that's a throwback. It's a throwback <laughs> when, to when it was to when it was L- Lil Jermaine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Baby Mula running them streets, bro. Yeah, let's see. Um, and then number two, I'll go hitting a 10-night parlay. God, that's I had that as one of mine, too. I, I was going to put it as honorable mention. Because I've never done it, but <laughs> just that, <laughs> that sweat you get on the last leg. <laughs> Got uh, it, boys. I'm going to go. My number two unmatched thing is the first snow of the year. When you wake up and that first snow is on the ground, man, that's unmatched. Nice. All right. Uh, for the second thing, I'm going to go with spending time with your folks once you're in your 30s. And... Or, or just spending time with your folks. No, but it's different. When you're a kid, they're like, I tell you to do shit. And then when you turn into an adult, it's just... Just because you sucked as a yeah, kid. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. And then... Uh, unmatched is seeing your friends succeed. Nah, Whether it be financially, marriage, being a good father, 
Hitting a 10-leg parlay. Oh, well, fuck. I'm 0 for 4. I'm trying to see them lose at everything. Fantasy, their actual sports team, their hairlines. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, there's three for three. Good to go. I'm daddy's back, boys. Uh, I'm going to say unmatched. I'm going to say airport beers are unmatched. Oh, ah, that's like... That's not even top 10 beers, bro. Airport beers aren't top 10 beers? Absolutely not, dude. It's definitely not top five. Okay, I have a question for you. When does the weekend start? Thursday? <laughs> hey, the weekend is up here, big fella. If you're like okay. me, it's every day. Okay. Baby. All right, good. <laughs> dude, shower beers, way better than airport beers. I almost went. I almost went uh, with Friday afternoon beers. Well, that's a good one. Uh, one I would have went with instead of airport beers is sunset beers, beach beers. We should just put beer. Beach beers or ball game <laughs> beers? Yeah, just beers. You know what? Eric? Yeah, you know what? Change mind. Beers. Just no put, beer. Do a strike through of airport, so airport beers. is still there. Beers. Beers are unmatched. Beers aren't golf beers. <laughs> have we done the best type of beers? We had to have, right? Yeah, I think it was an episode where it was you, Nevada, and Jermaine. I was absent for that episode. Shocker. <laughs> so that was what? At what? A, we're on what? 227? So that was probably, I don't know, one of the 200 you've missed. Did Eric just hit us with a Peter Griffin voice? Lois. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, Hitting a ball fresh off the tee. Oh man, flushing a drive, dude. Oh, let's go. Oh. Never done. Or it. just, or really, just any golf. When you, oh, yeah, give me a moment, guys. Go going for a long run and ending it with an ice cold dip in the Pacific. Sometimes that's awful. <laughs> I can tell you times that I've gone for a long run and I've ended it. I've forcefully oh, ended it with a dip in the Pacific. It's it's awful only if you like ringing bells. That's true. I do love ringing bells. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, unmatched things quitting. No, Eric, I'm I'm. That's not what I want to use. Oh, um, I'm gonna say uh, my fourth unmatched thing: baseball in person. That's debatable. Basketball's you, better. The homeboy didn't even watch baseball this year. Basketball is better in person. Basketball sucks in person. No, it doesn't. Basketball sucks in person. Not the way we do it. How do you do it? With beers. <laughs> oh, That's just the beers, Eric. <laughs> that was a fire retort, bro. He got your ass. Yeah, Eric's retorted. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, I'll close this out. Uh, I'm going to go with Brenner. Nothing beats breakfast for dinner. And lastly. So, uh, street tacos, Eric. No. <laughs> Eric versus street tacos. And I will have that battle again one day, and I will be victorious. No, yeah, you won't, dude. There's no yeah. way. If you if you couldn't do it two years ago, you know, there's no way you're doing it in two you, years. You don't get it. You don't get better the older you get, dog. Yeah, yeah. Your, gout, your gout symptoms don't just go down. Dude, speaking of, it's been flaring up lately, dude. I don't know what to do about it. Stop eating spicy food. <laughs> dude, the steaks and the spicy food flare the gout up, dude. 
the gout. What is going on? Gout. All these. It's the gout in my tongue, dude. It's fucking me up. All these influencers out here just thinking about gout. You gotta do it for the clout, bro. For the clout. And I was gonna use one for this, but I'm gonna save it as an honorable mention, given the week it is. There is nothing better in life than beating the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Debatable. You're not an Eagles fan. You don't get it. Right. (laughs) Is it just because you couldn't beat them for so long? Now that it feels good. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say that the the unmatched, uh, I'm going to say seeing your paycheck when it first hits your, your account, that's unmatched. Not for you anymore. That shit's gone dog, but you only see see half seeing it in there though. (laughs) Seeing it in there. That's dope. It's a point of sadness now. My paycheck. (laughs) I pay, I made my paycheck's pretty good now. Every time, but you only get half. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, man, let's see. Unmatched feelings. There's quite a bit of good ones. I was gonna go opening up a freezer on a hot day, but I think I'm gonna go with uh, telling a telling a joke that just gets everyone to bust out loud. That's a good one. Yeah, that's probably one of the best feelings in the world. <laughs> yes. To be honest. I'd rather do that than come, to be honest. So here is uh, here is another uh, PCP that I win. Can you guys try? Uh, honorable mentions, fire pits, summer driving. Um, I think that was all that I had. Uh, summer had- driving has got to do with the windows down. And, and like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, of, of, of course, of course, of course. Honorable mention: sweet tea, Texas sweet tea. It's the best beverage of the world. Um, chicks and no. sundresses. No, number three of top five unmatched things. Unmatched, and uh, that's it. Uh, wearing a, a perfectly fit suit. Ooh. Um, closing the deal when you're picking up a chick. And uh, getting a base knockoff, Nick, even though he's played baseball his whole life. <laughs> what can I say? I'm, I'm awful. <laughs> no, just had to throw a dig in. Let's get into blind five, Eric. All right. So let's get this. Let's get this thing cracking. Whoa. We're not doing hard drugs on there. <laughs> All right. Uh, with the first uh, submission here, I'm going to go Blades of Glory. <laughs> uh, what, what's that, Napoleon Dynamite again? <laughs> is, this, is this movie about movies about ice skating? Is this Will Ferrell movies? Who directed ice, Blades of Glory? Ice skating movies? <laughs> ice skating movies. Uh, this is so funny because Eric probably picked this in keeping with the guy who just lost his life. Like a savage. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Skate blade movies. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, Eric. Get what we were talking about, Eric? 
I mean, Eric, that's pretty. Eric, I, I got to admit, that's pretty bad, dude. Nah. A, dude, a, a dude lost his life. Making a, a satirical nah, category about it is not funny. Unfortunate timing. Eric, yeah, unfortunate timing. Things are going to believe that. Did you see how long it took him to get that reference? Oh, dude. Yeah. The joke was sitting out there, and 35 seconds later, Eric gets red. All right, where do it you almost, guys rank Blades of Glory? It almost, like, it almost like skated right by him. Where do you think we should rank Blades of Glory, Nick? I don't think it's that good. I don't think it's that good of a – I'd say five. Yeah. Whatever category we're putting Blades of Glory in, it's a five. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. All right, next film. Semi-pro. Oh, it's gotta I be love semi-pro, dude. It's gotta be Will Ferrell movies. Hey, I got a ring. It says everybody love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I will burn your house down. <laughs> Maybe she didn't go to heaven, Jackie. <laughs> Remember when we said we started saying jive turkey for like a year? Oh, we said it for so long. Eric. Hey, hey, Eric, uh, we, can't, we can't use JT on this podcast. Call everybody a <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> that is, by the way, of Will Ferrell movies, that is one of the most, that was one of the most dark horse quoted movies. Yeah. It's so good. I, I really love Bobby. Semi-Pro. I'm honestly willing to go one or two with Semi-Pro. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put it two, just, just in case. We'll just in case. All right. Uh, next entry is going to be Hot Tub Time Machine. Mm. Hot Tub Time Machine? That's an alright movie. Yeah, but but <laughs> is Will Ferrell in Hot Tub Time Machine? Probably as a cameo. I just don't remember. I'd say four. It was a good movie, but it's like, I'm, I'm not putting it at that high up. Four? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, the next entry is going to be Failure to Launch. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Failure to Launch. I'm trying to figure out what the theme is, too. I, I mean, we have to put it at three. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> three at Failure to Launch at three? Yeah, it's pretty good movie still. And then the last one, Sex Tape. Oh God! Sex, sex tape. Yeah. What is that? Make- a, isn't that a Seth Rogen movie? No, that's oh, Zach think- and Mary make a porno. What's sex tape? It's uh, Cameron Diaz and I think it's Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel make a porno or make a sex tape. Right. Mm. Can you guys get the theme? Uh, sex tapes. <laughs> no. Um, I'll give you guys a clue. He does television as well, and he was on a show with The Rock. Oh, uh, it's the I don't I don't know what the dude's name is, but it's the dude in Hot Tub Time Machine that stays behind and makes Lugal and Motley Lou and yeah, yeah. Rob Cordry. It was he Rob Cordry. He's in. He's in all those. Yeah. What is? Who is he in? Semi Pro. Uh, he's he's in the room when the giant turkey scene happens. I just don't oh, know exactly. Right. I think he's just like a guy that's friends with them. 
Didn't you just go to Vietnam on vacation? <laughs> I love I I love semi pro. Jermaine's angry, I guess now. No, my fucking computer just hit me with a fucking crazy loud noise. Oh. Can't control the sound from here. God. Oh damn. shit. Yeah. So did I stop you guys? Did I finally get you? Uh yeah, I mean I, I didn't I didn't know what it was. Now if you had to re-rank them, what would you guys rank them at? I mean, those are all pretty terrible movies, if I'm being honest. Semi-pro number one. And then who gives a fuck? <laughs> like sex tape. Bro, Fader Launch is fucking hilarious. I don't even I don't even remember sex tape. I, I like I remembered the movie. But I don't remember that. whether it was good or not. It wasn't good. Yeah, I've never seen sex tape. That's terrible. Yeah, I, I would probably say semi pro. What what are the what are the five again? Blades of Glory, Hot Tub Time Machine, Fader Launch, Sex Tape, and Semi Pro. No, dude, Sex Tape is five. So I would go semi pro, Hot Tub Time Machine, Blades of Glory, Failure to Launch, and Sex Tape. Well, I put failure to launch it too, but it really doesn't matter after semi pro. I agree with you. Yeah, those are all bad movies. <laughs> but yes, Eric, you got, I, I had no idea what that was. Yeah, please. Look, so so good. If you continue to pick bad movies, you're gonna get us. <laughs> it's pretty easy to forget bad movies. Hey, base is loaded for the Rangers. Damn. Mitch Carver's up. Miss Carver, Miss Carver. Sorry, Miss Carver. Ooh, but I am real. Uh, by the way, shout out uh, executive producer Nevada doing his job when he's not even on the podcast. Uh, big ups to uh, Bob Knight who died at, at eighty three today. Oh yeah. Uh, two words. Don't care. <laughs> Good riddance. Oh, nice. <laughs> Oh, damn, Zach Kinkle got him out of the jam. They're still alive. They're still alive. They're still alive. This is the first and only time you'll ever hear me say this. Let's go Diamondbacks. Just to piss off Oh, this is on recording, bro. That's it. Just to piss off Eric. This is how I know you're dead inside as a Rockies fan. Didn't watch baseball all year, and you just said, let's go Diamondbacks. Let's get it to UCL match day four, Nick. Yeah, UCLA match UCLA. UCL match day four. Uh, a couple of takeaways, Eric. Do you want to do you want to run this by just going down the uh, going down the games, and Jermaine and I will give you the uh, Jermaine and I will give you our picks. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, can you maximize that? Enhance. You need, you need more for real. Enhance. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, one more. No, no, fuck <laughs> off. All right. Enhance. <laughs> Shut up. Shut uh, up. So starting with uh, the games that are kicking off on Tuesday, November 7th. Um, we have uh, Shakhtar Donetsk versus Barcelona. Shakhtar is plus 750. The draw is plus 550. And Barcelona is minus 360. Uh, let me pull up what this game finished last time. Oh yeah, it's the second round. Pull up UCL. UCL. Didn't Sh- Shakhtar almost upset them in Barca one in like the ninetieth? They did, yeah. Shakhtar. Uh, well, no, Shakhtar scored in the uh, 
in the 62nd to make it 2-1 and then and then Barca hung on. Um the the bet that I like to see in this game, obviously the Barca money line minus 360, not something I I want to take. I'm I'm gonna put it in a but I'm gonna put it in a parlay with with a Ferran Torres uh, anytime goal score. So Ferran Torres anytime goal score, he scored in nine uh or he's he's um He's played in five, he's played in nine he's played in nine Champions League matches. He scored in seven of them with Barcelona this year. He's played in five of them, and he scored in three, including one last time out against Shakhtar. Uh, the anytime goal scorers aren't up as the UCL is next week, but just keep an eye on it. Uh, see what you can play. Ferran Torres anytime goal scorer by itself, and then play it as a part uh, parlay. With Barca, because every, all seven times he scores, Barca has not lost or drew that match. When Ferran Torres scores, Barca wins. Okay. I'm taking Barca, correct score, 3 1, plus 750. Barca to win 3 1? Yeah, plus 750. And Nick, you don't want to add, you want to wait till you do the parlay, right? To add that? Yeah, I'm, I'm not taking Barca money line, and, I, and I'm not even going to add that to my favorites parlay either. Okay, okay. Moving on to the next game, uh, Dortmund versus Newcastle United. Dortmund plus 145, the draw plus 265, Newcastle United plus 170. So I love how I love how Dortmund surprised Newcastle away from home, beating them one nothing, um, with a beat them one nothing with a uh, a winner or a, a goal right after. Uh, right before halftime, excuse me, um, because Dortmund won the the away match, and in their last ten, uh, they are four wins, two draws, or they are four wins, four draws, and two losses. Give me the Dortmund money line at plus one eighty five. Dortmund at home. It's plus one forty five. One forty five. Sorry. All right, Jermaine, you want any action on this? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take both teams to score, no draw. And that's plus one thirty. Just BTTS and and D and plus one thirty. Okay. Next game is going to be Atletico Madrid versus Celtic. Atletico Madrid minus three ten. The draw is plus four seventy five, and Celtic is plus seven fifty. Uh, Atletico in their last ten against Spanish clubs. Six wins, one loss, three draws, including a 2-2 draw last meeting at Celtic. Uh, I will take the the Atletico money line here, but at minus 310, I, I'm going to play it in a parlay that we'll discuss at the end. Jermaine? Uh, both teams to score now. Minus 125. Atletico and Celtic both teams to score? Yeah. No, I'm taking it now, minus 125. Both teams not to score. Okay. Uh, Next game is Manchester City versus Young Boys. Manchester City is minus 1,400. (laughs) Draw plus 1,200. And Young Boys plus 2,000. Eric gives a smile every time he says Young Boys. Uh, Away from home. At at Young Boys uh last match day, Man City won three one. 
they have actually won their last four games in the UCL 3-1, but minus 1,400 on the money line is is way, way too much. However, I will play correct score for the fifth time in a row, 3-1, to one, that's plus 1,100. So Man City to win 3-1? to one? Man City to win 3-1, to one, that is plus 1,100. Just as a little pizza money funsies bet. All right. Jermaine? I'll take uh, Man City over three and a half plus 135. All right. The next game on Tuesday is Porto versus Antwerp. Porto minus 250. The draw plus 390. And Antwerp is plus 650. Yeah, I think Porto really has come on. Uh, and, and against a team that Antwerp that is not in their league. Uh, a 4-1 win away from home. Now they go back to home. Uh, I'm taking Porto Moneyline, but at minus 250, I'm going to play it in that parlay that I talked about uh, at the end. Okay. So Atletico Madrid, Porto. I'll, I'll read them off at the end, Eric. Okay. All right, Jermaine? Uh, no action. No action. All right. Next game, Red Star Belgrade uh, versus RP Leipzig. Red Star is plus 425. The draw is plus 350. And Leipzig is minus 180. Yeah, I think I think Leipzig is uh, last match day game played in Leipzig. It's a notorious tough place to score. And uh, Red Star Belgrade scored there. I like both teams to score. Minus 145 is kind of getting up there for me. But uh, I will still play both teams to score. Red Star and Leipzig uh, minus 145. Okay, Jermaine? I'm going draw plus 350. Okay. And just to spite Nick, make it 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> just kidding. 0-0 detector. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next Tuesday game is AC Milan versus Paris Saint-Germain. AC Milan plus 200. <laughs> The draw is plus 255, and PSG is plus 130. <laughs> Eric, as a Frenchman, I can't believe you said it that way. I know. Um, so AC Milan, PSG, PSG uh, in their last 10 against Italian teams uh, has not lost. However, they only have four wins and six draws. I'm thinking AC Milan at home after a 3-0 loss. Uh, playing good soccer, I think this is going to be a draw at plus 255. I'm going AC Milan plus 200. Give me the home team at that big a dog. Sweet sauce. All right. The next game and the final Tuesday game is Lazio versus Feyenoord. Lazio plus 155, the draw plus 265, and Feyenoord plus 160. Uh, I, both Lazio and Feyenoord scored in uh, Feyenoord last match day. I, I I would be inclined in Lazio to play both teams to score, but at minus 175, there's no juice in it for me. So no action on this for me. Jermaine? Bro, this is essentially a pick on. Give me one second. I want to check the line real quick. Uh, yeah, dude, it's essentially a pick on. The draw no bet is minus 115 for both. Let me take the home team 
with the DNB at minus 115. So Lazio DNB minus 115. Prop, no bet. Right? Correct. Correct. So it's okay. Lazio money line, draw no bet. All right. We're moving into Wednesday's game. The first one is Napoli versus Union Berlin. Napoli minus 210, draw plus 350, and Berlin plus 550. Uh, so Napoli in their last four games against German teams, uh, they have won all four to nil. So they have not, German teams have not scored in their last four against Napoli. They won the the away match in, in match day three, 1-0. Uh, Napoli at home, I, I would like to play them. I'm, I'm going to play them uh, in a parlay at the end. Uh, I actually didn't calculate the odds for that, but I'm going to put them in a parlay. Uh, I want to take also Napoli to win 2-0. Napoli to win 2-N-I-L-nil. So that means that um, Union Berlin does not score. That's plus one fifteen. Okay, <laughs> you got to be you got to be clear. Not two Wait, goals. Yeah, yeah. Napoli I don't to win two zero. No, oh. no, no, no. Napoli to win. Napoli win two nil. Oh, win to nil. To so, nil. So, so, gotcha. I get it. That makes sense. Score. Yeah, I'm actually taking the taking. Napoli win and over one and a half. Ooh. So two nil? <laughs> You're taking Napoli to win by over one and a half? Yeah, Napoli win and over one and a half. So they score over one and a half. That's minus 130. Uh, next game, Real Sociedad versus Benfica. Real Sociedad minus 105. Draw plus 255. Benfica plus 290. Uh, Real Sociedad won uh, the game last week. They won it 1 0. Now they get to go at home playing uh, Benfica. Uh, give me the Sociedad money line minus 105. That's phenomenal juice. Yeah. It's it almost good. scares me away. <laughs> Give me Benfica plus 290. Oh. All right. Um, the next game, Real Madrid versus Braga. Real Madrid minus 425. The draw plus 600. Braga plus 950. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of action in here. It's it's going to be Real Madrid on the money line. Uh, but minus 425, I'm going to throw them in that parlay at the end. They won 2-1 away from home in the first leg. No action for me, Eric. All right. Next game, Bayern München versus Galatasaray. Bayern minus 450, draw plus 600. Galatasaray plus 950. So in the 56 games uh, that Kingsley Coman scores for Bayern, Bayern is 53 wins, zero losses, and three draws. He scored in the first leg away from home. So I'm going to play again this uh, the same Barcelona parlay that I, play, that I played. Kingsley Coman, anytime goal scorer, and Bayern to win parlayed together. That that Bayern to win minus uh, 
four four fifty is is too much for me. But I I want both of them next week when when those odds come out before the game. Okay. So Kingsley Cohen anytime goal scorer plus fire Martin line. Right, and then I'm also going to play all four of those bets together. So Ferran Torres and Kingsley Coman anytime goal scorers, uh, and then Coman uh, Torres. Anytime goal scorers, Bayern money line, Barcelona money line, everything together. Okay. So Ferran and Barca, Coleman and Bayern, and mm-hmm. then all four. Well, and then, yeah, and then Coleman and Torres. So just a goal scorer parlay. Okay. Okay. All right. Jermaine, anything on. <laughs> Nick played those every Bayern? which way he could. Uh, no, I'm going to take a parlay of, uh, I already put it in the doc, but um, Real, Bayern, and Ar- Arsenal. Home team parlay, it's minus one or two. But I, I don't have any action on those two games. All right. The next game, um, the worst club ever, Arsenal versus Sevilla. Arsenal minus 320. The draw is plus 475. And Sevilla is plus 800. Yeah, Arsenal 1-2-1 uh, in, in Sevilla. Um, uh, so going back home to Arsenal, give me Arsenal money line, but it is minus 320. So I don't want I'm, – I'm going to put it in that parlay. Jermaine, I know you got the Arsenal in the parlay, but do you want anything else? Yeah, sorry. This was the third game I wanted no action on. Okay. Uh, next game, Copenhagen versus United. Copenhagen is plus 300. The draw is plus 280. And Manchester United is minus 120. Give me FC Copenhagen plus <laughs> I have faith in Manchester United. Oh, let's go! Fuck you, Corbin Carroll. Sorry, uh, go ahead, that probably means the Rangers scored. Uh, I have faith. Who scored? Alex, Alex Thomas had an error, so he reached down to pick up a grounder to him while while people were rounding the bases and didn't even scoop the ball. Oh boy. Uh, um, I, I have faith in Manchester United uh, both to score and to let in a goal. Uh, both teams to score Manchester United. Copenhagen is plus 150. Or, sorry, minus 150. So, Man U versus Copenhagen. Both, both, get, both teams to score. Correct. All right. Jermaine, you already took Copenhagen money line? Correct. All right. Next game is Eidenhoven versus Lenz. Eidenhoven is minus 120. The draw is plus 280, and Lens is plus 300. Lens in their last five European competitions, three wins, uh, two draws, no losses. Uh, this game finished 1-1 uh, in Lens. I expect it to finish the same. Well, I, I expect it to finish as a draw in Eindhoven. Give me that draw plus 280. So Eindhoven, Lens draw. All right, Jermaine? Uh, I'll take Lens plus 300. Lens plus 300. Lens money line, baby. Let's go. And to close out the week, next week will be Salzburg versus Inter Milan. Salzburg is at plus 425. Draw is plus 320. And Inter is minus 165. Ooh. I had this one the opposite way. Um a penalty given to Inter uh, in the 64th minute is what is what decided this game. Uh, RB Salzburg had the momentum going for him. Uh, Inter won two one. Uh, I think Salzburg is good enough to to salvage a draw here at home. Uh, 
that's plus three twenty. So so give me the the draw Salzburg and Inter. Salzburg versus Inter draw. Jermaine, you got anything? Whew. Yeah, you know what? Give me Salzburg money line plus four twenty five. All right, that closes us out. Jermaine, you were, you want to add anything else to that parlay, or just Real, Bayern, and Arsenal? That's it. That's All it. Right. Mine's good. I've written down Atletico Madrid, Porto, Napoli, Real Madrid, and Arsenal. Who else you want to add? Yeah, add Man City to that, and that parlay gets you that sixteen parlay gets you to three seventy four plus three seventy four. Okay. Sweet. Some good yeah. stuff there. Uh, yeah, I know this is for next week, and but I'm gonna take the uh, that parlay that I have for head to head next week. Okay, well, we'll we'll circle back. Nah, dude, remember right now. <laughs> nah, we'll circle back. You can just add lines to the doc, right? Ah, no, it's, <laughs> it's not not possible. <laughs> One fourteen of last fifteen postseason series. God damn, bro, Spochi. <laughs> That's so that's pretty good. Uh, Nick would say he's not a good good manager, though. No, Bruce Belichick's a good manager. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have two thousand wins? Uh, maybe. I don't know how many wins he has. <laughs> what are we getting into next, Eric? Uh, so the next thing is going to be the NBA in season tournament that they are starting this Holy year. Holy shit! Yaktown, USA for. Bruce Bochy, yeah, Bruce Bochy has two thousand ninety three wins. Okay, that's so. So does Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker's a bum. <laughs> All right, let's get into the NBA Cup. We're running a little long. All right. So this is something they announced in the off season. First year they're doing it. Um, I have it here pulled up. So it's the inaugural in season tournament. It will tip off Friday, November 3rd, and the championship will be Saturday, December 9th. Um, every team has been broken into a group. There is six groups of five. Um, and the way they did it was based off the number of wins the prior season. So each, each group has a top three team. Um, and then the fourth through sixth best, and then the seventh through ninth best, tenth through twelfth, and thirteenth through fifteenth. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then I have the groups here. If you guys want to go through them, uh, A group: Memphis, Phoenix, L.A. Lakers, Utah, and Portland. What a brutal group. Uh, group B. Denver, the Clippers, New Orleans, Dallas, and Houston. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Group C, Sacramento, Golden State, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, and San Antonio. And then from the Eastern Conference, Group A, Philly, Cleveland, Atlanta, Indiana, and Detroit. It's a weak-ass group. (laughs) Philly still ain't going to qualify. In the East, Group B, Milwaukee, New York, Miami, Washington, and Charlotte. Oh, my God. Of course the Bulls get that group. <laughs> and uh, Group C, Boston, Brooklyn, Toronto, Chicago, and Orlando. Crap. 
How many teams advanced from each group? So, hold on. Group A. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a team will play each of the other four teams in its group in one group play game. A team's record in these four intra-conference games will determine whether the queen hey, team Eric, qualifies. Eric, Eric, what? under B, go to the last paragraph, read the first two Ooh. sentences. Eight teams will advance. <laughs> I was just trying to give you guys a breakdown. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. All right. Eight teams will advance. Eight teams will advance. How do they determine the eight, though? <laughs> I don't know. We've moved on from that. The wild card will be – oh, why are you scrolling past it? The where is it? Stop moving. There's the two sentences he told you. The wild card right. will be the team from each conference with the best record in group play that finished second in its group. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Answers. Uh. All, right. All right. Fuck this. Let's just move into the odds. I'm sick of you bitches. All right. These are the odds for the tournament winner. <laughs> Who do you guys got winning the whole thing? The favorites are the Bucks, and the least favored are the Pistons and Wizards. Dude, the Bulls. That's so terrible. Who do I got winning this? That's super interesting because you got to wonder how they're going to care about these games. So give me the – give me uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder plus 2,200. All right. Yeah, Nick? yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's got to be a team from here. It's it's got to be a team that doesn't really care, that that knows that they're probably not going to win, like they're not prepping for the play because the the teams that are prepping for this are the teams that probably don't think they're going to have deep postseason runs. You would think, right? I mean, they're still they still count towards your regular season record, except for the championship. Oh, it does. It does, yeah. except for the championship game. Oh, it does count. And there's money on the line. So the further you go, the more money you win. Huh. So that's why I picked that's why I picked a good team, but I picked a middle of a pack team because I feel like the other man, this man, this feels like a Minnesota Timberwolves tournament. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's a fire pick, bro. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go Timberwolves plus twenty two hundred. This seems exactly what Minnesota needs to hype themselves up. <laughs> so you took Minnesota plus twenty two hundred? I'll take yeah. I'll take All this. Right. This feels exactly like a Minnesota or like a New York. This feels like a I I love I, I love I love that I love that twenty every single team that's ranked plus twenty two hundred. I love them to win this in season tournament. Well, here's what's funny, Eric. Give us your pick. I got Dallas at plus twenty. Yeah, yeah, like, Let's go plus twenty two hundred clubs. <laughs> doesn't doesn't this really feel like a? It, it feels like one of those four teams. Those four teams at plus twenty two hundred being that's for the sure. Dallas Mavericks, the Thunder. All four of them, dude. <laughs> what's what's twenty bucks among friends? One of those one of those teams is winning this in season tournament. Those that team is con- made up of tryhards. Ride together, die together. Can I can I have that be the final the final four teams? <laughs> Dude, how amazing would that be, bro? <laughs> oh, is that all we're picking for the NBA Cup? Is there anything else? There's nothing else, man. Drunk okay. is whack. Well, it's also hasn't started yet, so that, and that's good for us, anyways. Let's go ahead and get into the takeaways for NFL Week Eight. Eric, we'll lead off with you. Um, two takeaways. Okay. Number one. God hates the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> They're one bright spot, dude. 
that's so funny he hates them so much he let them win like four games and get out of the Caleb Williams thing and then he popped that up <laughs> that's so diabolical <laughs> uh, and that's my actual pick I'm sticking with that I'm convinced God hates Minnesota and the did, Vikings did you see the Minnesota like their social media team set like the Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Cousins Achilles injury to like the last like the sign off on season of quarterback last year Dog, why would you do that? It's kind of sad. <laughs> it's like because yeah. Kirk Cousins is like, this is what happens in games sometimes, bro. Dude, that's so fucked up. Uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, and my second thing is uh, anything you think you know about football, anything you think you might, you know, have an idea of, throw it out the window. Because the Baltimore Ravens can go beat the shit out of the Lions <laughs> and then have a fucking close-ass game with the Joshua Dobbs-led Arizona Cardinals. It doesn't make sense. Nothing in football makes sense. Just grab grab a handful of bets, see what happens, because nobody knows anything. The analysts don't know anything. Players don't know anything. Owners don't know anything. It's a wild, unpredictable league. Not true. It's scripted. Not true. Yeah. There's two people who know how this game's gonna go. There's there's two organizations that know how this is gonna go: the NFL referees and Las Vegas. That's who knows how these Agreed. are gonna go. Uh, for sure, yeah. Considering the mafia runs both. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right, Nick, give us your takeaways. Doctors and lawyers, my and fucking don't, and don't take mine. You my guys. fucking ass. Um, they fucking did it. They oh! finally. They, they finally fucking did the it. Broncos. In the words of our executive producer, you can beat us 16 times in a row, <laughs> but 17 is where the Denver Broncos draw the line. <laughs> Who cares Patrick Mahomes had to get like a liter of IV fluid before the game? Who cares about that? The- I don't want to hear it. The entire Saints roster had to do that for this game. World the- Series update. One more out, and the Texas Rangers will be World Series champions. There we go. I love how uh, everyone makes the excuse for Patrick Mahomes, but Michael Thomas literally showed up late to the stadium because he was sleeping in so we could rest and get a bunch of IVs while he's on the field. That's so funny. Uh, but the Broncos finally did it, so congrats to them. 1-16 in 16 against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> uh, my second takeaway is I am so – I'm so sick of Bryce Young fans. I'm so sick. He threw for the, the, you should see Carolina Panthers message boards. They're trying to crown this guy like the next great quarterback because he threw for 235 yards and a touchdown against the Texans. You're hyping up Bryce Young? Yeah. It's that offensive coordinator switch, dog. It's ridiculous. We scored 15 points. Against the Texans, the Texans beat the Saints, so they're by proxy. You're better than the Saints. No, we're not. Right? Isn't that? We're, is, <laughs> no, the transitive property does not work when we play this. When we play the NFC South, a little, a little reductive math for you. Oh. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, those are my two takeaways. Now, I, I agree with Eric, though. God does hate the Minnesota Vikings. What the fuck are the San Francisco 49ers? Crash. <laughs> That dude, this happens every year. This happens every single year. Last year, last year, we were we not convinced that Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback of the future? 
through six games? No, no. Through through six games, he was no. playing like he was the quarterback of the future. Through six games, Alex Smith was playing like he was the franchise quarterback. Uh, the 49ers never – he was a franchise quarterback the 49ers never needed to get rid of. The 49ers <laughs> always do this. They always play really, really good for like the first six games. Then they have this midseason spell where everybody doubts them. Then they figure it out. And lose in the postseason. And no. lose in the postseason. This is, this is the way. Really, my my takeaway from this is that Trent Williams and Lane Johnson are really that fucking important. <laughs> yeah. That's my takeaway. Because the Eagles only lost, Lane Johnson leaves early, and then he plays all the other games. And Trent Williams is out for three games now, and go figure, Brock Purdy can't fucking hit the bright side of a barn. So I think – it's time to realize that offensive line play is that fucking important. Also, I, I know we say Bryce Purdy passed the illustrious and very taxing Bryce Purdy. Bryce Purdy. Brock Purdy <laughs> passed the very, very illustrious and, 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 and strenuous NFL concussion test. But I don't know that he's actually good. And may not actually be in the right headspace. And it probably <laughs> doesn't help that Trent Williams, the guy who will punch anyone in the face, probably man or beast, <laughs> he'll fight anything, uh, is out. And lastly, my second takeaway. I was going to go with the Saints takeaway, but that's too much of a homer pick. I'm going to go with Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> I cannot figure out the Dallas Cowboys trash they either get absolutely blown out or absolutely blow out another team so we're gonna find out exactly what happens we're, we're gonna find out exactly what happens this this week when they play you know when they play uh philadelphia if this passing attack that showed up against the Rams shows up against the eagles they'll probably get that done uh but if tech the uh, turnover machine Prescott shows up. Then. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Is he gonna? He's either a printing press for touchdowns or a printing press for interceptions. He doesn't really have any in between. I, I look. I am. It's week eight, and I do not know what this team is. And that is crazy to say. A bunch of rubbish is what they are. It's just crazy to say. Out loud. Oh, rubbish. Let's go ahead and get into week nine. I just want to say uh, Rangers got that World Series dub. Your boy had the Rangers in five. You got give a ring to Josh Hamilton, please, God, Texas. <laughs> just on principle. He can sell it for Coke. I don't know what he's gonna do with it. Just give the man a ring. And Ron Washington, so he can do some so he can do some so he can actually sell it for Coke. He's gonna do in the duckout. <laughs> Eric, if you don't think that's a true story, look up Ron Wilder. No, I know it is a true story. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's So, are we getting into week nine? I do have – I know Nick's the, the king of nuggets, but I got a little nuggy for you guys here. Oh, well, right? well please. Just it, It's it's not for this week in general. It's just moving forward if you want to well, make Well, then who money. cares? Shh, bro, let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
So it doesn't matter with your Rudy Bugatti ass. The most profitable bet in all of sports <laughs> since 2019. Will Eric sleep more than 12 hours on Sunday? It's prime time NFL unders. Since 2019, Sunday primetime games, the under is 48-29-2. The Monday night under is 46-26-1. And, and Thursdays are 40-28. and 28. Unders are 40-28. and 28. The most profitable bet, according to some weird Las Vegas newspaper that I read today. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a trustworthy source. Hey, Las, so- Vegas, Las Vegas says you should bet the under on primetime games. We won't take your money. We promise. <laughs> Reliable. Reliable. Let's get into the week nine slate now that Eric has kiboshed our thinking with that with that bonkers statistic. Yeah, so week nine, again, I know we bitched about week eight. No teams coming off the bye. Uh, there were also no East Coast teams traveling west in primetime. No West Coast teams traveling east early. There's also none uh, in week nine. Uh in uh, in in week nine, we have four teams who scored less than ten points in week eight. That would be the Green Bay Packers. They're a three and a half point favorite at home against the Rams. The New York Giants. They're a one and a half point dog at the Raiders in Las Vegas. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They are a three point. I don't know why they are. A, this game should be a pick 'em. They are a three point favorite at home against the Tennessee Titans. And the Kansas City Chiefs scored less than ten points. Uh, they are a one and a half point favorite against the Dolphins in Germany as the home team. Um, as as note or of note, uh, favorites against the spread this year when scoring ten points the previous week are four and five against the spread. That's a that's a rate of forty four percent. And dogs against the spread when scoring less than ten points are nine, seven, and three. That's a rate of 56%. With that being said, Eric, I'd like to take the New York Giants money line, please. I would take one and a half, but I'm just going to take money line. Okay. Really not a, not, not a great week for Knicks nuggets. Uh, Only two more here. Uh, One divisional game this week. We touched on it already. Uh, It's the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, the the Cowboys in the last five traveling into Philadelphia are three and five. They lost last year. Um, funny enough, looking back at the last 10 years of this game, the total is set at 47. Eight of the last 10 years have been under 47. So that's going to be my first bet. And my second bet is going to be in the last 10 years, Philadelphia is six and four in this game. There's been no ties. So in the games that both teams have won in the last 10 games, there has been the spread right now on this is three. It's Philadelphia minus three. No games in the last 10 years have been inside that number. In fact, none of the games this year, in, in those 10 years have been inside six points. So I'm not telling you what team to bet here. I think it's going to be the, I think it's going to be Philadelphia. Uh, but if you pick, if you think the Cowboys are going to win, take Cowboys minus six or minus five and a half. If you think Philly's going to win, play this up to Philly minus five and a half. Mm. Buy points the opposite direction. Huh? Buy, buy points the opposite direction. Interesting. Although, I mean, if you're going to go 
with that Dallas bet. I'm gonna go look at what that line is. Dallas minus six. That alternate spread, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what that is too. I will get it for you. Continue on though. Um, actually, sorry, I, I I'm mistaken here. I, I forgot that I added something. So last weekend, um, I I went to the the uh, Jaguars and Pittsburgh Steelers game in Pittsburgh. And, and I know that when I watch it on TV, I, I know we bitch about it every single week, <laughs> but the referees are literally in control of the game. So why am I not betting referees every week and what the referee trends are? So I have a couple of referee trends for you guys this week that's going to be a part of Nick's Nuggets moving forward. So our Thursday night football game, the Tennessee Titans at the Pittsburgh Steelers, the referee for that game is a guy named John Hussey. In John Hussey's seven seasons, the home teams are 66% on the money line, 58% against the spread. And last year, home teams on the money line were 12 and 5 for him. Give me Pittsburgh minus three for that game. Uh, we'll go to Sunday. Dallas minus five and a half is plus 240. There we go. Dallas minus five and a half. That's plus 240. That's pretty good. Um, We'll go to uh, Sunday, the early morning or the the 1 p.m. game, Bears at Saints. Uh, Jermaine Ron Tol- Torbert is the referee for that one. Since 2016, home teams are 58% on the money line with Mr. Tor- Torbert, but only 39% on the spread. And since 2020, 67% of his games have gone to the under. With that being said, I will take the Chicago Bears plus eight and a half and the under 41. Two more unders to play uh, based on referee performance. Uh, Adrian Hill is the referee for the Commanders at Patriots. Since 2019, he's been 61% to the under. So give me the under 40 and a half for the Commanders Patriots. Bill Vinovich is the uh, referee for the Colts at Panthers. In his seven seasons, he's called the or in the, in his seven seasons, he's been twenty. He's been sixty three percent to the under. And last year, he called the fewest penalties in the NFL. For those of you who don't know, fewer penalties leads to a quicker game, which normally leads to unders. Uh, Bill Vinovich, give me that under in 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 Colts at Panthers. That's under forty four. And the final bet, looking at our Monday night football game, uh, Chargers traveling into the Jets. Uh, Craig Vorstad is the referee for that. Uh, Since 2016, under him, home dogs are are 33% or 34% uh, against the spread. Uh, Give me Chargers minus three and a half based on those referee plays. Mm -hmm. Dang, we're getting the weeds now. I just I, I watched that game and I was like, man, why why am I not modifying my betting slate to the people that actually control the game? Nah, I mean it makes sense too. Uh, honestly, I I was like, why have we not thought about that before? <laughs> well, it's it's a tab bookmarked on my computer, so I mean, I, I sharp football covers it every week. I just I just been like, no, I know better. Uh, of note, uh, outside Nick's Nuggets, but but inside our, our NFL model, uh, when you bet opening lines on the NFL model uh, this year between spread, money line, and over under, the model this year is 50 and 30. That's hitting at a rate of 62%. It's up 16 units 
Um, the by far the money line has been the the biggest cash cow for this money line eight and three on the year. That's seventy two percent for a total of four point nine seven units. The bet this week that the the model likes the model likes Minnesota Atlanta over thirty seven and a half. Now, I would give caution to this. <laughs> we just talked about how. God hates God hates the Minnesota Vikings and how Kirk Cousins just dropped out. So so but 37 yeah. and a half is very, very low. Nope. If, that, yeah, that's a low, low number. That's not the only 37 and a half spread. No, no, there's a lot of them. There's there's three 37 and a, and a half, or 37 or 37 and a half, and then there's a 38 and a half. Oh my God! There's another thirty-seven. I kind of want to just make an over parlay on all those. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy, right? I mean, I mean, the NFL this year scoring is down, right? Scoring is down. It's it's at twenty. If you take uh, scoring per team, it's at twenty-one point seven points this year. But if you multiply twenty-one point seven times two, that's still forty-three points. So if if you played two teams on a neutral field, they would score 43 points total. With that moving forward, I wonder how you would do just betting over 43. On all games? Just like take all those bets? Yeah. I kind of want to submit this bet. I'm going to send it to the chat. I kind of want to submit this bet for head to head. Okay. Sounds good. What what are you guys thinking for this this week nine slate? Hold on, Nick. Do you want your traditional parlay at the end of this? Uh, no, not this week. Okay. Scared money. <laughs> Tremaine, you want me to go through the bets? Yeah, I'm gonna take. Um, I'm taking Tennessee money line at plus one thirty. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm gonna take the. I see. I'm torn here. Is it the Patrick Mahomes revenge game for losing to the Broncos, or is it the Tyree Kill revenge game? Overseas, it's in Germany. <laughs> Eric, what expert analysis you just contributed to that? Holy, he said it's overseas. I said it's in Germany. Holy cow! Yeah, but he asked you three questions. <laughs> yes, you know, is this God. is this a Patrick Mahomes revenge game? Is this Miami finally gets it over on a winning team? And you go, it's in Germany. <laughs> he gave me the answer. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Yeah. You know, I was being consulted. Yeah. <laughs> you, you exactly. You guys, you, for, by, by the way, by the way, for, for you guys at home, let me tell you how ridiculous this is. I'm halfway across the country. Not halfway. I'm I'm on the other coast. I heard Jermaine perfectly and was ready to give an answer. Eric is looking at Jermaine in the face right now. They could reach over and touch each other like the Sistine Chapel, and he offered. It's in Germany. <laughs> Do with that information as you please. Yep. Wow, Eric. Wow, wow, Eric. Make sure you write down that betting nugget. Hundred <laughs> percent of the international games played in Germany are played in Germany. I'll win that bet. I'll take. <laughs> I'll take Miami money line plus one hundred five since Eric don't want to answer another questions. Uh, Seahawks versus Ravens. Seahawks traveling to Baltimore plus six. It's bonkers. 
hold on. Before we move on, Mike McDaniels has a little bit of autism, right? No, no, I just don't think he's used to talking in public sober. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's oh, that's what it is. Oh, so he's got anxiety. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. I think I I think I heard Nick Bovier about Bears plus eight and a half. I'm fading the Saints offense until I see better. So give me although the defense is good. You know what? Fuck it. Ball swall. I'm riding with the team. Saints minus eight and a half. Let's fucking ride. Uh this game opened Saints minus five and a half, by the way. Dude, it's been it's been bet up three points over one thirty eight point output from the Saints. Yep, against the Indianapolis Colts team that has been in nothing but shootouts all year. Bro, this game is Clayton Toon <laughs> versus Dorian Thompson Robinson. Dude, what a game! There's like twelve backups starting this week, isn't it? Yeah. Right, so it's Tyson, Tyson uh, Bagent, Will Levis, Kenny Pickett's out, or is he still in? Uh, I don't know Kenny Pickett's status. Hold I on, I think he's in. Uh, Clayton Toon, Dorian Thompson Robinson, Jaron Hall, Tyler Heineke, um, Dak Prescott, <laughs> the Rams. Who's the backups for the Rams? Dude, I don't even know. <laughs> it was supposed like, to be stadium, but he has personal issues, so he's not playing. Now Lane, dude. Gardner Mitchell's playing. Uh, uh, the the Rams are expected to sign John Wolford. <laughs> Wolford, dude. I thought I thought the Bucks signed John Wolford to prevent them from getting him. No. Uh oh, Brett Ripkin. Holy shit. Bucks Ripken. will sign John Wolford to half-game roster on Tuesday. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, dude. So, Bucks said, fuck you. You can't sign our guy off the practice squad. So, they elevated him to, to the active roster. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's Brett Rifkin right now. Yeah, it's, oh Brett, it's, Brett, it's Brett Rifkin. Oh, Boise, that's Boise funny. State's, Boise State's Brett Rifkin is going gonna, is gonna to be in. So, Kenny Pickett is playing – Kenny, yeah. Kenny Pickett is playing, yeah. So, uh, is Daniel Jones back? Uh, Daniel is, Jones is not expected to go, I believe. So, Tyron Taylor's out as well, right? So, they're yeah. playing They're playing Danny DeVito? Uh, Daniel Jones, <laughs> they're playing Danny DeVito, yeah, basically. Uh, no, no, uh, he's he's cleared for he's cleared to for contact, Daniel Jones is. Daniel Jones, so he might play okay. He might. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo got benched, so it's Aiden O'Connell now. <laughs> That's that is correct, yeah. And Zach Wilson is the backup. <laughs> Bro, did you see how many backup quarterbacks I named? Maybe we should have <laughs> Oh wow, Tommy DeVito is the, the quarterback. So who are we taking? Clayton Toon or Dorian Thompson Robinson in this dude, quarter, rookie quarterback matchup? Dude, it's it's gotta be Dorian Thompson Robinson. DTR? DTR, dude. Give me Cardinals plus eight, Eric. This is that's ridiculous. Rookie quarterbacks, and it's a plus eight. <laughs> that's how good they think Miles Garrett and his defense <laughs> is, dude. That's a purely defensive scoreline right there, dude. Insane. Uh, give me the bro. Anytime you count on the goddamn Falcons, they just go and falcon it up, dude. They made, they made Will Levis look like a stud. <laughs> 
Will Levis was thirty was thirtieth in the league on passing last year, but they because of his deep shots, he scored twenty eight fantasy points. Wait, wait, he, he was thirtieth in the league in passing last week. What do you mean thirtieth? Like of quarterbacks, like in terms of passion passing efficiency, he was thirtieth. Is that not passer rating? That's a whole nother statistic. Yeah, I don't. I I'll have to look it up. <laughs> you just throwing out random stats. Throwing out random stats. No. Uh, uh, give me, give me the Minnesota Vikings plus four and a half. I think feel, their defense feels, is like right under Brian Flores. This feels like a game that that Minnesota should, or that that Atlanta should win, which means they definitely won't. <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you did you know Daniel Hunter leads the league in sacks right now? Huh. Nice. Brian Flores has taken. Almost no talent churched him up. This is why I wanted him. Well, he's to not coach. very good. He's not a very good head coach. coach. The Saints. This is so it's, sad. This is why he's only a good coordinator. Dude, Washington Commanders versus New England Patriots. Gun to your head. Pick a team. Uh, how many bullets are in the gut? <laughs> All but one. I'm, I'm bang bang bird gang. <laughs> Dude, that's such a brutal game. Give me Washington money line at plus one thirty-six. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should be a push. <laughs> this, 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 this should be Vegas's algorithm. Do you both? Are you both starting backup quarterbacks? It's a push. Sam Howell, Mac Jones are now backups. Yes. <laughs> Basically. Uh, look, dude. Houston Texans versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I want no action. Rams at Packers. Everything in me tells me to bet Packers because this game. This game should be. A, this game should be a push. This should be an even money line pickup. Uh, I'm gonna take Rams at plus one forty. Indianapolis Colts versus Carolina Panthers. I'll take over forty four. Uh, Dallas versus Philadelphia. I'll take over 47. Damn. Buck in the trend. Okay. Uh, Giants versus Raiders. <laughs> take them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If, if, if Daniel Jones is cleared to play, right, he practiced today. If he's cleared to play tomorrow, does this move the line? Oh, absolutely. If Saquon's playing as well, Dan, they win by six points. Okay. You heard it here uh, first. If you get both, if both those players are active, bet Giants minus five. Daniel Jones splits when Saquon is on the field with him. He is an infinitely different quarterback. The quarterback that got paid four years, one hundred and sixty million, that was all due to Saquon. He needs to give him that contract. He got paid that when Saquon was in the office. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Bills versus Bengals. Uh, give me the DeMar Hamlin rematch of Buffalo Bills money line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I knew I would get you. Oh, <laughs> and last but not least, we have the Chargers traveling into New York to play the New York Jets. The obvious money is on the Los Angeles Chargers. Give me New York Jets money line plus 142. <laughs> I just feel like this Jets season, as you know that internet quote where they're like, he can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> That's the Jets season so far. They're going to get them into a position where Aaron Rodgers can take enough, air quotes, deer antler spray. That he can... <laughs> I 
that he, that, in a that he can come back from this torn Achilles with just his ayahuasca and darkness retreat oh, and definitely man. not steroids. And he's going to lead the Jets to a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is going to come onto the field wearing a, a black like ski mask where you could just see his eyes and then a black visor. We're like, is that really Aaron Rodgers? It's, good it's just it's just Zach Wilson wearing Aaron Rodgers jersey. <laughs> it gives him the power to play better. All right, give us the three best, Eric. Uh, I'm just going to give you one parlay with four bets in it. Baltimore money line, Rams money line, Buff- Buffalo money line, and Colts money line. Fuck you, Eric. Colts money line. Take it off. Three. three. There's three bets, Eric. That is one bet. Oh, you want me to do three? Yeah. All uh, right. No, I'm going to do for three. I'm going to do Philly Germany. versus Dallas over 47. Damn. These are high-flying offenses this year. They've been high-flying offenses other years. Yeah, but the defenses suck at that, for stopping the pass. And I'm going to do <laughs> I'm going to do Chicago Bears money line. Money line? Yes, yeah, just ice cold. I I hope you fucking eat it, Dick. All right, what? All right, what better we? What better we taking for Eric this week, Jermaine? Oh, uh, we're taking Dallas Cowboys money line. No, I won't Dal- put that down. <laughs> Dallas no. Cowboys money line. Nope. Oh yeah, you can fade the Saints, and now you won't put <laughs> Dallas money line. It's not your oh, bet. It's my oh, bet. I'm not oh, betting oh. against my fucking team. This I'm is a- bets we're not- taking. Eric, for you. Eric, you bet against your team every time we take a bet for you. No, I don't like so- it. So do this, do this parlay for me. Do Minnesota money line, Carolina money line, Raiders money line, Cowboys money line, and the Miami KC game to be played in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> what does that pay? What does that pay me? Hold on, I'm having issues with the stupid fucking app. Uh, give it to me again. So okay, it is Vikings money line. Okay, Carolina money line. Okay, Ra- Raiders money line. Uh, where are the Raiders? Oh, Raiders, right here. Okay, Cowboys money line. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins Chiefs game to be played in Germany. I don't know how to take that, brother. Okay. <laughs> If you just take the money lines, it's plus twenty five sixty six. Yeah, twenty five sixty six. All right, Eric will be taking those money lines. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. You guys got anything else for the listeners? Go birds. <laughs> Nothing else. Get ready for this <laughs> Germany game in Germany. I hope the Cowboys win. Go birds. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Podcast Room Three Zero Three. I've been your host, Jermaine Mendez. This is my co-host Nicholas Warhan. And as always, we have with us the EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.